Hi everyone, welcome to the Find Your Light Back podcast and this is part two of what is the point of Christianity. So if you have not watched part, did I say watch? If you haven't listened to part one, please kindly do so. In part one, I talked about God, the plot of salvation, God's love for us and you know, understanding these rules and regulations that we think are rules and regulations but they aren't, it's just the will of God. So now we're going to be diving into um, God's will and instructions for us that we have been seeing as rules and regulations instead. And we're going to be talking about how although God is still a loving God, there's punishment. There's punishment. (laughs) Okay, okay. So we are going to be using the word of God to just, yeah, conclude on this episode so that you can fully understand the point of Christianity instead of listening to people that are hurt, people who lack foundation in God, or people whose whose hearts are not aligned with God and they are sharing their own wisdom on Christianity online. And you're a baby Christian. I know you believe in God and sometimes you might feel guilty by believing those people who have one or two things to say about God that are quite like negative and bad and but that's the point of this entire podcast to help you with your foundation in god okay now let's start with this what we call rules are actually the things god wants for us and when i say he wants for us he wants the best for us we think he's just there trying to keep things off from us because he just feels like doing that but he's trying to tell you that my standards are so superior because they are the best. The holiness, the purity, everything. Let me give you an example. I'm not sure if I mentioned in part one, but imagine sexual purity, for example. God is saying, mm, I want to give you a partner that loves you fully, completely. Not just is attracted to your body, like loves your soul, loves your mind, loves your body, loves how you think. And I want you guys to have that connection and make love you know and have this beautiful family and it's not something that can happen with everybody it's something that is just meant to happen with one person and then you you're getting angry that you want to eat grass you are getting angry because you want to eat grass you want to be doing flings flings that are not satisfying flings that only that there's only a temporary like pleasure but after that you're just like oh my days this weird you look at the person and you're like oh my days ew like the entire um, hormones wear off and you're like, what? Or somebody who doesn't really value you. God is saying, I want you to have this sex with somebody who fully values you. And you're just like, nah, I'm just going to enjoy sexual liberty and all of that and freedom. And God is like, Mm-mm-mm. you don't just see it from my eyes. You don't just see it from my eyes. Sometimes what we're calling rules are just what God wants that is the best for us. And they are his will and instructions that are actually protecting us. They are actually his way of him completing his work in us. This will and instructions is a life within him that is divine. So he wants us to have the best of this life too. Although he wants us to join him in heaven and that's like the final goal. He wants us to have the best of this life. So listen to this in Psalm chapter 1, verse 1 and 2. Blessed, happy, fortunate, 
prosperous and enviable is the man who walks and lives not in the counsel of the ungodly following their advice their plans and purposes nor stands submissive and inactive in the path where sinners walk nor sits down to relax and rest where the scornful and the mockers gather but his delight and desire are in the law of the lord and on his law the precepts the instructions the teachings of god he habitually meditates ponders and studies by day and night like god is telling you okay if you're living by like the people that have already conformed to the word and counsel you're not going to be happy it's like blessed not blessed like i'm going to give you a car like blessed you're going to be happy and fortunate and prosperous and then it's like don't also stand there even even if it's inactive don't stand in the path of where sinners walk or don't sit down where the scornful gather like people that are gossiping and talking bad and bad mouthing people don't sit down there people that are discussing their latest fling don't sit down there even if you're not engaging with them don't sit down there don't relax don't rest don't be inactive there it's still the same thing it's saying blessed is the man who walks and lives not in the counsel of the ungodly for his delights are in the law of the lord Mm. yeah preach preacher sometimes it's so funny that the conviction you need the instruction you need for you to live your life in a happy way in a blessed way it's actually the word of god when i read this part i was like holy spirit another one shade another one shade I call it shade, but it's not shade because the conviction of God doesn't come with condemnation. If you read the Bible, you listen to this, for there's now no condemnation to those who are in Christ. So the Holy Spirit doesn't condemn you. He's only convicting you according to the word of God. And it just made me realize that when I was living like in the ungodly way and all of that, I was not fully happy. Do you understand? I wasn't happy. I'm not saying that sadness is not something that happens, but I've never felt as blessed now living in the way of God as I used to live conforming to the world back then. And God is just telling you everything is in his word when you meditate in it day in and night. Hallelujah. Yeah, you got that. Okay, so it's not just rules and regulations. Although that's how you felt from young being a baby Christian in your former church. Maybe that's how they pushed it, but it's not just rules and regulations and now you understand that his rules and instructions are what makes life better for us and what makes us blessed in this life okay now so you see now we call god loving but there's still punishment there's punishment for those who don't seek him (laughs) i'm sorry i'm laughing but there's punishment god is not a complacent god i'm just going to tell you truth and facts Okay, now let's listen to Hebrews chapter 10, verse 26 to 31. It says, Dear friends, if we deliberately continue sinning, mm, deliberately continue sinning, after we have received knowledge of the truth, like you you have listened, imagine you have listened to what's the point of Christianity 1. You understand the point of how God saved us. Do you understand the plot of salvation, how we couldn't save ourselves and God doesn't want heaven without us. And we can't we couldn't pay the price for our sins and how we can only be holy with god we can only be truly saved with god 
Do you understand? And you understand this knowledge. You have received the knowledge of the truth and you then deliberately continue sinning. There's no longer any sacrifice that will cover these sins. That's what, chapter, um, that's what verse 26 says. Then 27 says, There's only the terrible expectation of God's judgment and the raging fire that will consume his enemies. For anyone who refused to obey the law of Moses was put to death without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses. Just think how much worse the punishment will be for those who have trampled on the Son of God and have treated the blood of the covenant which made us holy as if it were common and unholy and have insulted and disdained the holy spirit who brings god's mercy to us for we know the one who said i will take revenge i will pay them back he also said the lord will judge his own people and 31 says it is a terrible thing to fall into the hands of the living god mm. Remember when they say God is all loving? Yeah, God, God is telling you now that I'm not only all loving. <clears throat> it's a terrible thing to fall into the hands. And he's trying to say that you have received his word. He's not saying, oh, you are ignorant or you don't know. Like, he's saying you have received this word. It's, the Holy Spirit has been speaking to you. And then you now make the covenant. Imagine somebody dying for your sins, like sacrifice his life. And then you know about this covenant. You understand the plot of salvation. And then you just treated him like nothing. Ah. And then judgment day comes. Uh, sorry. Who are you? Jesus said, I'll tell you I do not know you. <laughs> you understand? Because you refused him. And then you want to claim him after he has paid the price for you with his life. And not only with his life, God is now making a way for his children to keep spreading the word of God to all of us on the earth because that's our mission. And then you heard this and you refused it and you now still want God to accept you. Mm, nah, nah, bro, nah, bro. Even you, you'd feel disrespectful about that. Just think about it on that general scale. You feel very disrespectful about that. Like somebody knowing how important something is to you and then they disrespected it. They didn't accept it. They just like completely ignored it. They acted like it meant nothing although they had the knowledge, although they understood, and you're like, okay, wow, nah. And then, 35 to 39 says this, so do not throw away this confident trust in the Lord. Remember the great reward it brings you. Patient endurance is what you need now, so that you continue to do God's will. Then you will receive all that he has promised. Patience, endurance is all you need. For in just a little while, the coming one will come and not delay, and my righteous ones will live by faith, and I will take no pleasure in anyone who turns away. But we are not like those who turn away from God to their own destruction. We are the faithful ones whose souls will be saved. You understand? Remember how I told you about the plot of Christianity? You're thinking, oh no, God is sending you to hell. No, you are intentionally, you are subconsciously or intentionally choosing the path of destruction with your own hands. And then this salvation has been made available for you and you still refuse it. So God is just saying that he's not going to take pleasure in anyone who turns away when the coming one comes. Okay. So although God is so loving, the deadline is judgment day. The deadline is when Jesus Christ comes back. That's the deadline. And this is not supposed to scare you. I just brought this in so that all this, ah, if God is all loving, why is this happening? I'm just here to tell you that loving is not his only personality. And 
he actually tells you here yeah, that is when i have sent people like i have sent people to preach to you you already know about the salvation you still refuse me oh that that's when it's going to be a problem that's when it's going to be a big problem because i kept reaching out to you and he said you mocked the holy spirit meaning that he keeps reaching out to you out of love mean that god loves you so much he wants he doesn't want heaven without you he wants you home he wants you to have the best of life do you understand he wants to save you that's how much he cares about you to show you that he's a loving girl but he's telling you that yeah it gets expiration date too and the expiration date is the judgment date because most times people act things actually have a time when they end and he's telling you that's his own time and nobody's gonna know when that date comes nobody's gonna know okay so now that we have understood the punishment and all of that so the thing about this word that is being preached around <laughs> so and um one thing i forgot to add is that the fear of god is really the beginning of all wisdom because once you fear god as a sovereign and creator you also understand why you need to pick up this message yes there's still although there's love there's also fear we have for god there's fear in form of respect and honoring him and his ways so now all these messages that are being preached around i understand that it's not everybody that's going to get it and that's the honest truth not everyone is going to get it because um christ even gave an example in the parable of the farmer scattering seed if you know your bible you probably know about this parable but if you don't know your bible can you imagine that there's even a summary in the bible i'm not kidding you i didn't even know there was a summary and explanation can you imagine what you would know if you just open your bible <laughs> so let's read this matthew chapter 13 verse 18 to 23 okay so now listen to the explanation of the parable about the farmer planting seeds this story of the farmer planting seeds is is like the word of god going around and the word of god is the seeds do you understand the... so now the seed that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message about the kingdom of god and don't understand it then the evil one comes and snatches it away and snatches away the seed that has been planted in their hearts it's like now you're listening to this message so imagine the seeds that fall on the footpath yeah you guys are like some of those people are the ones who don't understand the message because the evil ones come the evil one comes and snatches away the seed that was planted in their hearts then 20 says the seed on the rocky soil represents those who hear the message and immediately receive it with joy but since they don't have deep roots they don't last long they fall away as soon as they have problems or are persecuted for believing god's word then 22 says the seeds that fell among the thorns represent those who hear god's words god's word but all too quickly the message is crowded out by the worries of life and the lure of wealth so no fruit is produced then 23 says the seed that fell on good soil represents those who truly hear and understand god's word and produce a harvest of 30 60 or even a hundred times as much as have been planted so i want to believe that what has happened in my life is 
the last one the seed that fell on good soil and now see the harvest the harvest is me constantly working with god and seeing the fruit of the spirit in me and not only seeing the fruit now the multiplication of this harvest is this podcast that i'm being produced that i'm producing right now to reach out to you by the grace of god but don't feel bad because i'm not going to lie to you there was a time that i was once the the seed that fell on the footpath and this if you read the story the seed that fell on the footpath were taken away by some birds you understand so i did not understand it so i've been that person then i was once the one that it fell on the rocky soil i received it with joy but because it didn't have deep roots like all the problems that i had in my life or people that came into my life you know this kind of distraction everything just like poofed away the word of god did not set deep in my heart like because i didn't have deep roots do you understand no foundation no solid foundation for the word of god to stay so it wasn't that hard for distraction things in the world to just take me away then i've also once been the seed that fell amongst the thorns before you know it depression just came i just like didn't take too deeply the word the problems of life or the law of wealth when i was trying so hard to achieve things i'll just be like oh i'll wait until i get this number of followers i'll wait until i get this amount of money before i start praying so deeply in god and opening my bible yeah so i want to tell you now that because you are one of the seeds that fell on the footpath or thorns or rocky soil does not mean you cannot be the one that falls on good soil and god is making a way for all of that even through this message that you are listening to right now and i pray that this will be your portion in the mighty name of jesus so i pray right now to those who are listening to the sound of my voice you will not be like the seeds that fall on um rocky soil anymore you'll not be like the seeds that fall on thorns anymore you'll not be like the seeds that fall on the footpaths for beds to pick you'll not be distracted by your problems by the pains in life by the lures of world by the lust of flesh by pride by the lust of the eyes too in the name of jesus You'll be like the fertile soil that these roots will that these seeds will lay foundation, that the word of God that is being preached to you right now will lay foundation in your heart in the mighty name of Jesus. And this word that is laying foundation will produce fruits and God will complete his work in your heart. That you will stay deeply rooted, you will stay in God sincerely, that He will complete His work in your heart, in your hearts in Jesus' name. Amen. So I'm grateful to God that you have received this entire message from part one and part two. But you see the thing about not understanding is that God is not angry that you don't understand. He is very much angry that you don't understand. It's actually okay. Why is it okay? So I'm going to tell you why it's okay. In Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6, it says, And it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. So to me, faith means trust in God. I'm here to confirm with pastors, but the reason why I believe that is that you know how when you ask God for something and it doesn't work out, not because it doesn't work out, but it's telling you no, that might not be good for you, I'm keeping you from this, it's not your time, or I don't just want to give you that. 
like faith is trusting god despite what happens you know faith is believing that all things work together for your good like you're not trusting that oh he's gonna give you that position that particular one you're hoping for in case it doesn't happen you're just trusting that he's gonna provide for you he's gonna make you successful so even if it's not that particular one you're expecting although yes expect that particular one if it doesn't happen i understand you feel hurt go back to the holy spirit let him comfort you but you'll be surprised he brings in another one like you are making plans but he's making his own plans for you that are good for you so that's why i said faith is trusting god it's not faith in the situation it's not faith in what you are praying for it's faith in him you are just praying in him that he's going to work things out for your good so whether it's yes or no good things are happening for you maybe he's transforming your spirit maybe he's caring about your mental health maybe there's a deep character he wants to build in you just know that everything in your life is working together for good and you have to believe that so you can't please him without faith okay you can't please him if every time a situation comes and you prayed for something that's not working out you're going to melt and break down and yes i've been there before so i'm not being harsh on you i'm not trying to be harsh on you I remember I told you, I asked God, since I was failing, like, what's the point of Christianity if it's not to make me succeed? Do you understand? So I've actually been in this point. I've actually been at this point. So that's the entire point of faith, trusting God. So there's a part in the Bible that reads. So this part in the Bible reads, um, I can't remember the verse right now. But what it reads is that be joyful when tribulations come like when trials come because these trials build endurance and endurance character and character faith and faith hope oh 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 did you hear that open your bibles guys open your bibles i'm not kidding once you open your bibles it becomes so easier to do life can you imagine like trials are coming but you then get endurance, then you get character. Maybe the character is that you haven't had patience before. Maybe you're someone that always freaks out and melts down. And then because of that endurance, you get character, then you get faith. Faith means that you start trusting God, that all things that happen to you get out of your good day. You start hoping, meaning you start expecting things. Because some of us are doing this kind of faith thing. I remember I did that once, this kind of faith thing where you're like, um, whether it happens or it does not happen, it's just luck. Uh-uh. God is not saying that's how the faith thing happens. He's telling you faith is trusting him. That all things are working together for your good. Whether your own plans work out or not. Do you understand? Maybe your own plans, he doesn't do it the way 100% you thought it's going to happen. And that's fine. You get trusting him. Then hoping to. It's not the kind of faith that, okay, you're not trusting him that everything's working together for your good. And you're not like, ah, if I fail in this life, it's okay. Nope. It's telling you to expect. Expect is peace. Expect is blessings. And blessings don't only just mean car promotion or money. They also mean joy. They mean peace. They mean it's divine favor. They mean good health. Do you understand? And then it says anyone who wants to come to him must believe that he exists. So you can't come to him if you don't believe he exists. And then you have to believe that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. So even if you don't understand, keep pursuing him. Even if you haven't experienced him or don't fully understand him or don't fully value his ways or love him, it's fine. I'm not going to lie. I never told anybody publicly, but I used to tell God. Every time I go to my church and people are deep, they're understanding that. They're just there. The song of salvation is playing. There are songs, there are different songs talking about salvation. And they're playing. And people are so deep in it. They're they are feeling so much love for God. I'm like, hey, 
God, though, see, I'm not moved. And I don't mean like I'm moved, like I used to have fallen. I'm just saying that in my heart, I didn't value him. And I told him, God, I don't understand your ways. I don't value your ways. Like, I'm not choosing your ways. Like, the part of the world is still in my head. Like, conforming to the world is still in my head. It's still in my mind. It's still in my heart. Bring it to God. So, the entire point of this podcast is not for me to do all the work for you. It's just to pass you wisdom. It's just to pass you, like, a foundation in God. But God is going to do it in your heart. So don't come to this podcast as your only source. Go back to God, please. Whatever church you attend, whatever um, pastor you listen to, it doesn't matter. Go back to God. Like, have a relationship with God. Tell God that you don't fully understand. You don't fully love him. You don't value him. He gets it. He's not going to be harsh to you. He's not going to be mean to you. He's an understanding father. And he loves you. And then you're not a child and that sincerely seeks him again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you're going to see loving father. Like, you're going to see his loving side so much. Let God be a father to you. Hey, he's so happy when you seek him. You know that um, Bible verse that says, Seek first the kingdom of God and all that things be added unto you. Seek God with all your heart, with all sincerity. He's looking at your heart. So if you're thinking, okay, I'm going to do those regulations, he's going to tell you that, okay, me, I know you're just doing this as a routine to please your parents because your parents are pastors. He knows. He knows you're pretending. And even if you don't feel that way, keep staying and keep praying to him and keep asking him. He's going to complete his work in you. He's just making sure that you are for real. <laughs> Do you get? You are for you. Yeah. He wants someone that is going to ride with him. Do you get? Uh-uh. How can you come to Christianity and not be right or die? So that's the entire point of Christianity. In Christianity, we are surrendering every day. We are surrendering ourselves every day. We are surrendering our desires. We are surrendering our hearts. We are surrendering the confirmation to the world that we have lived by. We are surrendering every day because, remember, 2 Corinthians 5.17, if you are in Christ, you are a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So God is not just going to do the work if you are not allowing him or if you do not give him permission. Is expecting you to say, God, I'm dropping this down. I'm dropping my old ways. I'm dropping the whole desires of my I want you. I want your way. I swear, the entire thing about God is so beautiful. It's a beautiful relationship. He's expecting you to choose him. And that's the entire point of Christianity. He just wants you to choose him. He wants you to value him and value his ways, value his kingdom, value him, value what he's doing in your life. And don't worry, he's not going to rush the process, but he's going to complete his work in you. So I'm just going to pray as we end this um, episode. Father Lord, I pray that your children will stay with you like would stay with Naomi. I pray that this word will not deviate from their hearts in the name of Jesus. Amen. I pray that they will share this message with those, their friends who need it. They will share it on their social media pages for more baby Christians who need to to build a foundation in you to come to you in Jesus' name. Amen. And I pray you complete your work in their hearts and they will grow to love you more, to value you more, to value your ways more. And they will change from their old ways and they will choose you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 <laughs> okay, so I'm so happy for you. Um, so we are going to be doing something next week. So if you're listening to this, I want you to follow me on my Instagram at the Queen Onye. 
so we are going to be setting up this particular program and you need to follow me to get information it's not a particular program we're just going to do an online event for 30 minutes to one hour maybe just 30 minutes it's called ignite we're just going to spend time praising god we're going to spend time renewing our hearts in god we're going to spend time worshiping him we're going to spend time praying it's going to be a powerful session where we just sing songs that align our hearts back with god and renew our hearts back to god so it's called ignite the entire point is to ignite your spirit in him hallelujah to ignite the light in you of him okay hallelujah so yeah you guys get to hear about it first and make sure to follow me at the queen Onyinye. okay i'll share more about it on my social media handle on instagram hey take care i'll see you next week bye